Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're moving on with our rankings episodes, moving into running backs, which is probably the most popular episode, I would say. Running back rankings, definitely or what everyone's interested in. We're, today, we're going to do the top 20, which is actually going to be our top 20 consensus. We've combined our ranks. We've got our top 20. We'll then tell you where we have each player ranked individually, but we'll just go over the top 20 today. Maybe read some Instagram comments, because I already posted mine on Instagram the other day, and some were interesting. Some people agreed. Some definitely didn't agree. So we'll just we'll throw some of those out there, too. But before we do that, if you guys want to get in our listener leagues, the drafts are coming quickly. They're going to be August 12th and August 19th. So if you have already sent in your review and you have not gotten an invite for the league, please reach out to us on, you know, email us fantasyfootballprofit at gmail.com or find us on Instagram at fantasyfootballprofit and let us know because we're setting up those leagues right now. We have, I believe, almost all of them filled. So we still have a few spots of I mean, just, a, just a couple spots. So if you want to get a review and go over to or go over to iTunes, leave us a five-star review. Let us know that you did. We'll get you in the running or get you into one of the leagues to win our championship belt provided by Pro-Am Belts. So make sure you guys take care of that. Get in one of our leagues. Drafts are going to be August 12th, August 19th at, I believe, 9 p.m. Eastern for both of them, both of those weeks. So if you haven't got the invite, you know, check your check your spam mail, check wherever. Everyone should have one so far. So make sure you guys get all those if you haven't. And let's just jump into the ranks. I'm going to I'm going to run through the first like four really quickly. So our consensus top four are exactly the same. So it's Gurley, Bell, Zeke, Johnson. We went one, two, three, four with each of them. We don't have we don't have to go too crazy over it because I kind of don't mind if you okay if you have the number one pick and you really want David Johnson. Okay, sure. I don't mind. Doesn't bother me. So I think you're okay getting any one of those four guys. I don't know if you feel the same or if you or do you really really want Gurley or one of them over him? But I think I'd be I honestly if someone really loved David Johnson, I'd be okay with it too. Yeah, I'd be okay with it. I mean, I think uh, I think the way things are going right now, I, I, first of all, everyone's freaking out about Le'Veon Bell. I think he's going to play. I don't think there's any doubt in that. Um, I like, you know, I like Gurley Bell, Elliot Johnson. If you want to shake it up, good for you. Um, I think David Johnson, just because of the injury last year, you haven't seen him play. You know, I, I probably would be a little less high on him just safety wise but um yeah i don't care uh, uh, any four of those guys could legitimate have a legitimate chance to be number one overall you know go for it pick the guy that you're gonna like the most i did get one comment let's say on the top four and it was just why is Gurley so high that okay i, I, I know we always go through this uh, <laughs> just, it, i don't know how this is like the thing uh right now but i, I don't either I, right now at least in my opinion I, not only is Gurley. I think Gurley is the best running back, and I think he's the safest on top of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Still so incredibly young. I, I don't know. I don't get the argument against him. I, I, I mean, once again, if you really want to put Bell Elliott Johnson above him, sure. you know, good for you. Yeah, I, I, I just, have no issue with that. Yeah, just, I just don't I don't agree with that. But Okay, those are our top four. We don't need to spend too much time on them because they're all great. If you get one, you're set. That's just whatever order you want them in is fine. But I, for us, it's Gurley, Bell, Zeke, Johnson. That's how it's going to be. So our number five consensus player right now, it's going to be Alvin Kamara. I won out. You did. He is not my number five. He's actually my number seven now. He's, he's five for you, seven yeah. for me. And I mean, he's going to be great. I just don't. 
I don't believe the ridiculous efficiency that he had last year can sustain itself. I don't think it can. It doesn't mean it's not going to be good. I wouldn't have put him at seven if I didn't think he could be good. But I just don't see him like really increasing the touches too much, even though Ingram's out. I think he averaged around 14 to 15 touches a game last year. I don't know. Maybe he ticks up a little bit, but I think the efficiency might fall a little bit after that. So I think he's going to be a similar player to last year. I just I have a hard time pulling the trigger on getting Alvin Kamara, though, as my running back one. It's a weird thing. And I don't know why I feel that way, but that's he is, though. I rank him as that because I know he's that good. It just there's something about him that made me want to get a couple of the other guys below him now. So but why would you have Kamara up there over some other players that I might have above him? I, I, I don't have an issue with some of the stuff that you're talking about. I, really, and okay, and first of all, it starts off, he really didn't run the ball that much, right? And you're you're saying that you don't think he's going to get too many more touches. Even if he does, you won't put him up much higher. I totally understand that that viewpoint. But I also take into account um, the fact that he hardly played the first four games when AP was around. So not only are you getting him without Mark Ingram, you're pretty much just getting an extra four games. And, and that's more how I'm looking at it. And the fact that he is definitely by far the guy that they want to throw it to. You have Drew Brees. You don't have a whole lot of other people currently that are ranking above him besides for Michael Thomas. And now you can run him. I, I think that there is not a whole lot you can do to knock him out of the top 10. I think his safety is incredible. I think uh, he's he's got a skill set that not many people have. Um, I think, and because of that, I think his touchdowns will remain kind of the same. He's not going to be a bruiser that gets 10 at the goal line, but he will get, he will get uh you know one here through the passing game one there through rushing you know maybe some of the big plays will go but i still think he'll probably come around the same production even if even if they do come down which like you said they probably will his the amount of yards per carry and all that was you know astronomical but at the same time without ingram for the first game him playing he's just a freak athlete i mean that's what it comes down to and i love the offense they're on they keep giving him the ball I think he's just incredibly safe and incredibly talented. I just, I don't think there's any down point for me. I mean, I, I agree with him. It's just this weird thing I got against him. Which yeah, and, is and I get that. in the top, <laughs> and we'll, we'll, I mean, in the top 10, I think there's a clear top 10. And mm-hmm. if you really want to jostle these guys up, which I think me and, a Craig, me and Craig did a bit, um, we don't view it quite the same way. I don't really have a huge problem with it. I think after 10, I have like some very, very strong feelings. But especially Elvin Kamara, if you like, uh, you know, whoever the next guy is going to be. Saquon Barkley. If you like Saquon, okay. Maybe I have a problem with that one. But <laughs> Saquon, is our, he is our number six. He's my sixth year seventh. Yeah. And for good. So pitch to me why you like. And I like I Saquon think, too. I, I think it's one of those. Saquon just, over, over Elvin Kamara. Because I think, it, okay, it's obviously that I can't just go and say that I think Saquon's just a special talent. And not, I, mean, I think Kamara's a special talent too. I just don't think. Kamara is going to be used like Barkley is going to be used. Barkley is going to be used as a workhorse back who also catches balls. I think he's just one of the best best running back prospects, one of the best athletes we've seen come out of, out in the position in a long time. He's right there with Gurley for me as the best that there's been. I think he's better than Zeke as just an overall player. And But the, here's the problem. I guess reading some of the comments, there are people that maybe don't quite agree with me. It, it does, you know, I see a couple of them. Let's see here. Saquon Barkley has yet to play a down in the league, yet he's rated higher than Kamara. What a joke. Did you, was that you? Was that your, <laughs> is that your burner? I don't know, but <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I like whoever did that one. And it might be your burner account, I'm thinking. And I do get some, and then somebody has, how is Saquon above Howard? 
Well, well uh, you know, yeah. that might be that's stretching it. I I have Saquon at seven just to give people perspective on it. I, I do think Saquon is for exactly those reasons is very, very good. But give me someone that is incredibly young, hasn't I haven't seen their full potential yet and has already done it. You know, I'm taking that guy. Yep. Yeah, I just I think I just think he's that special and I think they're gonna use him like that. When there's yeah, so just a couple people not quite in the green. Actually, I found a Kamara comment here. You know, kind of. I can't get behind Kamara ending that high in non PPR scoring. Non PPR. I, I had him seventh. You had him seventh, and that's what in they non PPR. He ended fourth last year, right? Man, why? Why can't he? Of course he can. I'm yeah, but the, I get the Barker thing. I just think he's that special of a talent. So that's why I'm going to have him up here, and I I think he's going to be great. I really do. So that's why I keep him up here. But you have the next guy ahead of him. And is our number seven player? It's Melvin Gordon, who I'm actually thinking about moving up ahead of Kamara. I actually might dro- I might drop Kamara one more spot. So you actually love Melvin Gordon as well. I do. I have him eighth. I do have him okay. eighth, but because I have him, um, there's a, the next guy on the list. I have him below, which we'll talk about in a minute, which you okay. don't. But I I do love Gordon. I'm a big Melvin Gordon fan. So yeah. he's our what my yeah my eighth here. I I just think he's gonna get all the way. His yards per carry is not great. But he, he is, it's not him. It's the fact that the Chargers have been a little poor in the offensive line. He's had a problem. He's had a struggle like that. But he has been moving up the boards here. He's now the seventh ranked um, running back on Fantasy Pros. So we are right there. I'm actually one a little low on him for that. But what do you think? Melvin Gordon going to – shoot, you have Melvin Gordon and Kamara on a team, don't you? Yeah. yeah. And maybe I like them more because of that. But I, I think um... – I, there's not anything you can knock Melvin Gordon about. I mean, it's, besides for the first year we've talked about his rookie woes, but I, I think he's just slotted in as long as he stays healthy for double-digit touchdowns. He's caught the ball more last year. I think that's going to continue. doesn't help that Hunter Henry went down. I think they could utilize him a little more. The only negative that I could understand people saying is Austin Eckler. I think that that guy is actually pretty good, and I, I think that he will cut into his workload a little bit. But on the other hand, it, you could say that people that are in a tandem, and that's not a true tandem, not like 1-2. It's like, well, true 1-2, not like 1-A, 1-B. Um, it could help keep him upright. It could help keep him healthy throughout the year. And that only, you know, amplifies his his value really for me. So I love everything about Gordon. I, I just think mm-hmm. he is a incredibly solid back to have. Now that we're at the seventh player, I say one of the comments here just says, um, so disrespectful for everyone below six. What are we supposed to do? Just disrespectful. We're just disrespecting everybody that we rank them below six. There's only six spots, man. <laughs> yeah, like what are you supposed to do? I don't know. I don't know what am I supposed to do. Does everyone sit six after that? But no, Gordon's going to be great. All these guys are great. If you can get anyone, that's why the back end of a first round, if you're able to pick up Melvin Gordon at like eighth or ninth pick, if if the wide receivers go ahead of him, I love that. Oh yeah, I would. Yeah, I definitely double up because, like yeah, I said, there's I ten legit running backs, and yep. you know, there's definitely more, but ten that I have no issue with taking right away. Yeah, that's why I'd, I'd rather be further back in the draft, almost more. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've been Take two to of them. Yeah. Before I was always like, I'd like to have at least four to get one of those top four, but no, I'm almost Melvin Gordon is not that far off for me, and these guys are not far off from the top. I'm, I'd love that a little bit more. Because if you get one at the top, the, the chances of you getting a really good running back on the back end of the second aren't as good. You're stuck True. with like Christian McCaffrey a lot, which I've had a few times. Which right. I'm fine with Christian McCaffrey, but I'd rather have like the Melvin Gordon, Delvin Cook combo or something like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So the next guy on our list is eighth on our list is Leonard Fournette. I had him fifth. You had him tenth. This is one of our biggest. Yeah. This is one, and I, I'll, I'll be honest. I, I actually do want to hear your opinion on Le- on Fournette because I think you could sell me on him a little more. It's yeah. I, I look at him, and he's incredibly solid. He is 10th, and he is one of the 10 that I'm talking about. I would have no issue taking him. 
Why do you think Fournette jumps up to number five? The more I think about it, the more I look at it, I just think he's going to be just that absolute workhorse back for this team. And they're just going to run, I mean, run him into the ground, basically. I do have a little concern about injury. And I think and, that might yeah. be why you even put him back a little bit. 100%. I mean, and we talked about it, and he, his ankles are already brittle, if you will. But even last year, he missed three games right out the gate. And his they do run him so much that he doesn't – the big playability kind of goes down just a, a bit. You you can see it through his yards uh, per carry. Um, he, he just, he's a – just man, he's a battering ram. Yep. And I think it will That's take its toll. And I think you just have a slight bit more – uh, risk when you take Fournette then, okay, I'm going to put my foot in my mouth eventually, but pretty much eight and above for the ones I rank because there's one guy that, Cook, that I do have above him that that uh, you yeah. could definitely say that about. But. See, I just, I just think the amount of work he's going to get on a fairly good team with a good defense who's just going to let them continue to run the ball, I think that is... He's going to be great. Yeah. And well, there, I have one of the comments here said Leonard Fournette clearly was the best running back last year. And well, why, and he said, "Why <laughs> this is no joke, no joke." And then uh, there's more. But then he says, "Why they got it out for my guy?" I've, I've, yeah. I mean, I had a higher than most everyone. Dude, I, Fournette was great, but I mean, it, it was Todd Gurley. I mean, you know, if you want to talk about the best, <laughs> it's Todd Gurley, hundred percent. Not even uh, close. And if you know, and easy if he didn't get suspended. But I totally understand. The guy is true. Fournette I is a workhorse. He's a real deal. Yes. And I did see something just today. That talked about how he was actually losing 10, 15 pounds and he's supposed to be in better shape. And no, I mean, of course, I'm like, oh, he could get hurt. And then he gets in the best shape of his life. Maybe. And if he does stay healthy, you know, I'll, you know, he definitely is worth that number five I, spot. I try to. I think it carries that. just a slight bit more risk. And I that's kind of why I downgrade him. I do try to ignore all that offseason talk and all that. Shit. I know. Except because you hear it, about it, everyone. Well, except when it makes one of my rankings look better. <laughs> right. Then of course, and it's true. <laughs> then we got, it's definitely true, though. All right. Number nine is going to be Kareem Hunt. My ninth, your eighth. No one seems to be too excited about him. And some people, you're some chatter, oh, Spencer Ware is coming back. I don't think that's a factor. If anything, you can be a little worried about that midseason slump he had. But I think that's more of just a rookie hitting a little bit of a wall. And then he came back towards the end of the year and he was perfectly fine after he got through that little middle stretch. I don't see why you'd think he's not going to be good again. I, I don't see what what stopping him. Spencer Ware is not stopping him. Spencer Ware was never that great. Spencer Ware was always an average running back who just was in a decent situation. Kareem Hunt is miles ahead of Spencer Ware, so that's not a worry at all. I think he's an easy top 10 back. It's really not a yeah, I th- no issue. Top 10 back. I think the only issue, and this is just me looking at the top 10 once again, so you know, you're know you kind of picking away at people in order to find out your best case scenario. I think the only thing I would worry about is Mahomes, right? We don't exactly know what he is yet. And I could see a situation where he plays really bad or they have to throw to get back in a game. Maybe he doesn't start off that hot and they go away from Hunt. And as we saw, if he doesn't get a huge volume, he is less productive. And you saw that with the middle stretch, whatever that may have been, Tyre trying to save him a little bit. When he got, you know, 12 or less, 10 or less, far less productive. When you give him 20 carries, the guy's an absolute beast. So, I mean, that that's the only thing that I could possibly put against him. But Kareem Hunt, amazing rookie season. I think he's going to continue to be a very good back. And number 10, Dalvin Cook, my 10th, your ninth, Coming back from the injury, but we saw enough oh in God. that little bit of stretch he was out there and how good he was that we think he's going to be that good again. And I do not think Latavius Murray is any kind of a factor. No, it's not a it's not a committee, if no. you will. No, I mean, no. I mean yeah, it's going to be a 1-2 like I talked about, not 1-A, 1-B. 
maybe they ease ease it back in. Maybe. It could be. But it could Cook be. is clearly a better player than Latavius Murray. It's just not even close. You saw last year, it was no joke. If he didn't get hurt, I am convinced that he would have ended in top five and he would be he would be up that in that area where he'd be in the top six right now. He yeah. would be with Elvin Kamara just outside the top four, somewhere in there. He is that good. He was. He was if great. he stays healthy, he is. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know who is going to be the best back to come out of that that class. Yeah, he's he's going to be really good, and I think he's clearly a top ten guy for us. It's no doubt about it. And there is some hesitation for me just because he is coming off the injury to draft him. It's a big injury, but you know. I'm okay with it because you're going to get him at the back end of the one, round one or the very beginning of round two, and you get to pair him up probably with another back. So you're probably going to be pretty good. You know? Oh yeah, I would. And like you said, I you said it perfectly. If you're in the back and you can get Gordon Cook, yeah, oh, oh that's that a, is awesome. And I've seen that happen. It's not unheard of. So that's a pretty good little group there. All right, how about we go to eleven and twelve, and it's a tie. You had the first guy. You had Devonte Freeman eleventh, item twelfth, and then I had Jordan Howard eleventh. You had him twelfth. So just a tie here, pretty you know. There we like both of the guys. Obviously, put them back to back in the ranks. Freeman is kind of almost feels under the radar in a weird way. Yeah, I don't know how, right now. but yeah, I agree with you. And Howard's just solid, and he should be continue to be solid. And actually, a lot of the list on here, a lot of their comments on my on my rankings list here, were pro Howard, very much pro Howard. And somebody said that I actually like Howard as eighth. He should, we wish he would have, you know. Put him at eighth, and then another guy wrote, Howard destroys every every year. Easily should be a top ten back. Most underrated back in the league by far. Well, he's, he's, I think he's kind of underrated. Yeah, I do too. Another guy did say Jordan Howard should be eighth. This is a second one. Um, So there is a lot of people liking Jordan Howard here. And like we said earlier, the the um, somebody said we should put him over what? Uh, Barkley, I think it was. And then this one wrote, <laughs> why the F is Jordan Howard number 11? I think that's a pro Howard argument, but I don't know for sure because he didn't elaborate. <laughs> I can't tell. I don't know, but there seems to be a lot of pro Howard sentiment out there. So okay, and this is my thing with Howard. I think I, I do think he's actually underrated, but there are two big factors why he was outside the top ten for me. First one, he is sporadic as all heck, mm-hmm. and I speak from having him on multiple teams. Yep, he is up and down all over the place. He is very much like. Uh, you know, kind of like Hunt, where if you give him bulk, the guy is going to produce. But you're on a Bears team that is not always going to be in games, and they can go away from him. And number two, it became painfully obvious that they're not going to throw to him anymore. He mm-hmm. he just dropped too many balls, and they have Tariq Cohen, who everyone is very excited about. And whether or not he becomes a large part of the offense, he's definitely going to take away any opportunity to increase his role in the receiving game. So because of that... I, he falls outside the top 10, but I do love him. I think he's a very good back. I would love to have him on my team. But, you know, for anyone that thinks he should be a little higher, you know, I disagree, and that's kind of why. No. I, he's going to be – you want him as your number two. If you have him as your number two, right. you're just set. It's a great number two. One of the people – one of the comments here, what kind of a question on the, on Instagram for us was, the real question is where is the biggest tier break, basically? Where's the biggest tier break? And I think it's right here. That's where I think it is because it's Howard at, you know, either 11 or 12, whatever it is, Jordan Howard, Devontae Freeman. And then you jump to the next two. And I think this is where the, especially in standard scoring, this is where the break is. And it goes from that to number 13. We actually have a tie again, 13, 14. It's Christian McCaffrey. I had 16th. You had 13th. And Jarek McKinnon, who you had 14th. I had 15th. Very similar type situation in your players. And that's where I think the break happens in the tiers. 
I want to, I want the guys ahead of that because this is where you get into these, you know, more receiving type backs and stuff like that. So it's Christian McCaffrey, Jarek McKinnon. I've actually been liking McCaffrey quite a bit lately, but I still have him 16th. You're having a little higher than me. And I picked him up in a lot of leagues. Yeah. That, I mean, and I've been in more did, PPR uh, leagues where I've been picking him up too. This what PPR? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, that's a beautiful pick. Yep. But why, why are you kind of worried about McCaffrey? What's your thing? I'm not even really like, worried about it. It's just, I don't think for PPR, I love him. The only reason I drop him slightly, I, the only reason I say I drop him one spot below McKinnon and you have him ahead is I think in, in standard, because I think McKinnon's just going to have more work out of the backfield. You know, actually more carries. McCaffrey is, CJ Anderson's not a terrible player. No, he's really so not. So he is going to take away some of this from McCaffrey. Yeah. Are we worried about the goal line yeah. work? Yeah. And I don't see, I really don't think Matt Braid is going to take a lot away from McKinnon. I think they went out and got McKinnon for a reason. And I do too. I just I have a very difficult. I'm, I have Jeremy McKinnon fourteenth. You know, so no, I mean it's not like I'm hating on him, but yeah. I have a very hard time buying into all this hype. Like the hype has gotten out of control. Talking about fifteen hundred yard club and yeah. and how they're going to use them endlessly and this and that. Give me a break a little bit. Like I understand you went out and got him, but they're also saying that he is an upgrade to Hyde. You know, say what you want about Hyde, but he is a very he is a good back and he's productive he on a very bad San Francisco team. So I, I'm sure they're just you know kind of amping up the people the that that they're getting. But I don't know, man. I mean, that, I think then again, I at 14, I that's saying that he's not going to hit those kind of numbers. But I just have a very hard time totally falling for this one. I think everything about 49ers is way too rosy right now. Yeah, I do too a little bit, but. We got to still, we both ranked him this way because I mean, hey, we did. he is the guy and he and should be the guy. Also, I think this is another place where uh, almost under 14 is kind of a place where is another break, or I'm sorry, I should say 14 for me, but after McKinnon for us is a break because you get into kind of murky territory of even committee backs. So that's also why I think McKinnon is clear cut number one, but I have a hard time buying into how productive it'll be. Yeah, I do too. So, but this is kind of where that's why there's a good tier break right here with these players. How about we go to the number fifteen guy? This is where I'm. It's an interesting. I don't know what to do with this. It's with Sean McCoy. Yeah, my thirteenth, your seventeenth. I still put him ahead of these other guys. It's oh, you have him at thirteen. Yeah, and it's really because I'm I'm not factoring in any kind of potential suspension or anything like that right now, which I don't think is going to happen. I believe if he gets suspended, something like that happens will be next year. I just don't see. I don't even know if it will. It's right now. There's not much to go off from that whole thing. Right. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't consider this is that. more of a bad team, a 30 year old running back, and so there is just reason to worry because of that. And he did. He wasn't as good last year as the year before. You could see he was. He wasn't as good. He just wasn't. But this is also could be potential for a really like for a steal in a way if he still is McCoy of old. Of if he gets one more of those years in him, you get a great value here. But like you're saying. You put him 17th. You don't want to take that value, that potential risk until about that 17th running back spot. That's right. Yeah. And to be honest, I mean, I, I could miss out on him by a pick or so. I mean, because I do have a couple of young guys in front of him. I mean, let's be honest. McCoy could easily beat out McKinnon or McCaffrey even. Um, he could be number 13th worthy. Yep. But I just, man, Buffalo is going to be a dumpster fire. That's that, what that, I'm thinking. They, dude, their quarterback situation is insanely bad they're gonna stack the box i mean the whole thing just reeks of of killing mccoy because they're that he's the only guy they have now so uh, i love mccoy but i i think that his situation paired with his age like you said it, it, i'm just staying away from it i i think i i can give value other places 
All right, let's go to 16 and 17. We actually have another tie. It's going to be Darius Geis, my 18th or 15th, and Joe Mixon, my 17th or 16th. Both like We like both of these guys. I really do. Um, you're a little bit higher than I am, just slightly, and it's basically because of there's two players that change that pretty much. It's I have McCoy a little bit higher, and then I have the next guy on my list after we get to him next a little bit higher. I think I'm really, but Geis is moving up my board as we go. This is, this might, this, he was 20, mid 20s for a while. Now he's already up to 18th, up to 15th for you. He's really jumped up for you. He's the fastest riser on my board, honestly. So, yeah, I'm starting to feel like I had Mixon ahead of him, but I am starting to, that's kind of turning for me too. I might in my next rankings update, Geis could find himself ahead of Mixon. I don't know why. Well, Mixon hasn't. Sh- I mean, because we for, had that one year. We had for all year. the hype. Yeah, Mixon hasn't shown it yet, right? True. So that's maybe what this is for me, for Mixon. I do like Mixon though. If you get him as a back end running back too, that's I think that's great. You you get to see if he has the potential. Same thing with Geis. I really like Geis. It's I don't. I think to me, for me personally, he has clear cut the number two rookie running back ahead of like Ronald Jones and Penny and Freeman and Tony Michelle. It's not even close for me. Not even close. Oh, I, I completely agree. And we're not like. We're not the only ones out there on that. This is becoming a Darius Geis has moved up to 18th overall in the consensus. Yeah, and I, I think same thing. I think me and Craig actually agree on this. When we looked at the rookies, like originally, we actually mm-hmm. really stayed away from them. We didn't know who was what. We're not going to make too many huge predictions. But Darius Geis has been the one consistent guy that keeps getting good press. That keeps talking about how he's he can handle the workload. That is in a situation that no one else has really grabbed that spot. I think he is the guy there yep. compared to we haven't heard about a Freeman yet. Ronald Jones is in kind of a situation where no one could run last year and I haven't heard any too much about him. And even uh, Rashad Penny, you keep hearing everything about Procise and Chris Carson and they couldn't run the ball at all mm-hmm. last year. And yep. same thing with on Johnson. Detroit couldn't move the ball at all. So Geis is kind of the guy. He's, he's the guy that they've all been saying and he's been doing all the right things. So he just keeps moving on my board because I think he's more – I think he yep. kind of has more upside. Like Mixon, I, I really like. I think that he is going to do better. But he also only averaged 3.5 yards to carry. Yep. I so mean – That's phew. it. There is – that's where the worry comes in. All right. Number 18. It's JJ. Number 18? Yeah. He's your 21st. How, how high was he on yours? He's my 14th. Oh, my gosh. Dude, you I are – I love me some J.H.I. You are taking this to another level. J. All right. Ajay. Let's Sell see. me on your boy because I this still, is ridiculous. Let me – no. No. I'm not <laughs> even the highest on him in the fantasy pros You just – your love is no bounds. He was he was really good, actually, in Philadelphia when he played last year. He was really year. good. He was really good. And I think he's just going to get all of the work this year. So, that's it. I think – I don't think – I don't think Corey Clement is a factor. I don't think any. I don't think anything's a factor. I think JJ is going to his his knees might blow out him after this year. He might only have one year to do it, but I think he's going to well, do it. Ajay is still young. I mean, but I'm not knee, worried about injury. Well, even. No, the, the knees are the little bit of the concern with him. But I think he's going to do great. I think he's going to be. He's going to get plenty of work. I'm. I have him. I'm the second highest on him of fantasy pros. I, <laughs> I like how you're like. There's someone else. There's one person that's a 13. So I'm not the only one. I just think he's going to be great. I, uh, how do you – I mean, I get that, like, he will get more work. But to jump I, him, like, last yeah. year he was 33rd overall. Man, who cares? I mean, it's not let's everything. Look, he's going to get more work, let's right? Let's forget but about that. 14th is a long – No, he's that good. man. He's that good. This is going to – I will. He, he was dominant in, in Miami for a year. I, I give you that. Like, he looks the part. He's a very, very good player. Uh, I think that was crazy to get rid of him. But – 
I don't know, man. I mean, good. Philadelphia did not use running backs who, in that who, situation. Who ahead of him, Alex Collins. <laughs> come on. I know you do, but come on. <laughs> I know. I do. I do have Alex above him. I th- but guess what? We're not going to talk about him today. Yeah. He, he, doesn't, uh, he doesn't, oh, doesn't make the list, huh? So number 19, Derrick Henry. My 19th, your 19th. So this is just kind of a, hey, maybe he could. It, it's a wait and see kind of situation right now with him because I don't know what to think. If he became the guy... For sure, and Lewis isn't a problem. Oh, it's going to be great. No, I thought I was actually because I'm. I always thought I was higher on Henry than you were, but we have both on nineteenth. It's more for the fact that there is a chance if right. like there's no guarantee that Lewis comes in and does anything at all to take away from it. And I think there's a clear break at, soon after this where I don't see the same potential anymore. This is pretty much the last guy I see with a lot of potential to be a top guy. I think that's where I'm going with this. Is why he stays 19 for me. Because, yeah, there is a chance that they love him, actually, and he's just going to be the guy. And Deion Lewis is just a change of pace guy. It's very possible. They didn't quite pay Deion Lewis like that. But you see that picture floating around with Deion Lewis standing up next to Derrick Henry? No. Gotta show, oh, man, this is it's insane to see the difference in size. Uh, Derrick Henry is like, a monster of a man. He is just ridiculous. And so if they give him the ball, why can't he be I mean, you, you saw it. I mean, he can be that good. And even on mine, I... I this one was hard for me because I really like Derrick Henry. I think that he is going to be very good to have. I think Deion Lewis will too. I, yeah. I think they're very different players. And the problem for me is, is it going to cut into, oh my God, <laughs> he's so much bigger. <laughs> Showing Jeff the picture. <laughs> oh my gosh. It is a it is a insane size difference. It's a building. Oh my gosh. But I see that. I just think Derrick Henry, oh my God, the guy. Yeah. And you just see that they're very two different players. Exactly. Uh, 100% different players. But yeah, he Derrick Henry might be. He has a potential to be the biggest steal in the draft. I really do believe that. I think that it, he he could be a top ten talent. Yep. Because I think he will get all the goal line work. He has the ability for home run plays, not as much as Deion Lewis. And I don't think that Mariota can throw that much. So if he can find even that in between where he makes that step, so they have to respect it and they can't just load the box. Yep. I Derrick Henry is just going to be good. I, I truly believe that. And but um. We're still, we're still, but Deion Lewis does have the ability to wreak havoc. So I did hedge my bet and go 19, but I I really love the guy. All right. One final guy to wrap up this episode. Number 20, Kenyon Drake. He's both of our 20th ranked players. And it's again, one of the final guys that is the, the RB one right now, but Frank Gore is there. I, I not, I don't think it's just a complete, you know, (laughs) foregone conclusion that Gore is not going to get any work. No, I'm not saying he's going to be fantasy relevant for our purposes, but he's going to be fantasy relevant in the fact that he's probably going to take a little bit away from Kenyon Drake and because of that there's just a little bit of a worry. And I'm not the biggest Kenyon Drake fan. I don't know. He's uh, he's an Alex Collins type for me, where it's just I think they're just okay. But I think they're just average running backs. And that's kind of what I'm feeling with Kenyon Drake. I'm just not sure. I, I'm not sure about him either. And I, I do think Gore is going to dip into it. But I'm always surprised when I look at, Kenyon Drake's stats, and I know that can be a little misleading, but he had 133 carries last year after they got rid of Ajayi and that whole situation went down. He was averaging 4.8 yards a carry on a Dolphins team that couldn't really get it going. And he looks like he has the big playability. I don't know. Every time I watch him, um, I get a little more, a little more uh, into him, but I really do think that Gore is just that guy. He, He doesn't ever age. They can hand it off to him 20 times. They don't care about his future. So I do think that that hurts Drake's, uh, you know, how 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 much he could actually go up. But yep. Drake was kind of impressing me for a while. But I, I think that adding Gore actually does hurt him. Yeah, and I, I'm just, I guess I'm just not, not excited whatsoever 
I'm just not excited. It's hard about to get. It's hard to get excited about Miami game. in general because yeah. I don't think that offense is going to do much. All right, that's going to do it for part one of our rankings episode. We'll be back later this week. We'll go part two. We'll go 21 to 40 and maybe touch on a few players after that. We'll do that on next week's show or next next show this week. Still this week, we have to have more than one show. It's almost football season. I think next week we'll have wide receivers, and then we'll be really into it. You know, as we get to tight ends and. All the preview episodes are, there's, what is it, August? No, not quite. It's August on Wednesday. There's drafts happening. It's crazy that's that time of year already, but we will talk to you guys next time.